Welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it's your first time, welcome to you as well. And thank you for giving us a shot. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than the Drew Montana. What up, y'all? What's going on? Before we get started, I'd like to remind you guys to do all the things you do to show love to a podcast. Rate, review, especially on iTunes. Give us a couple ratings and reviews there. It really helps grow the podcast. And we're trying to grow the podcast. Also, subscribe to our Patreon. $1 gets you all of our exclusive content, which includes the counter to this podcast, which is Two Jack Bros After Dark, and some other stuff, which we'll get into later. Drew also has a podcast that you should definitely be checking out, Do-Rag and the Deer Tag with Naeem Ali and, I didn't say that right, Naeem <laughs> Ali and Rob Cruz. I, like, the way I said it made it sound like he was a woman the first time. <laughs> he might be. We're still yeah. trying to figure that out. Neem. Neem. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So, uh, but yeah, check them out. Do-Rag and the Deer Tag. Funny guys. Thank check you, it man. out. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Happy uh, happy to have you here. Oh, I'm happy to be here. That's what's up. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm a last-minute replacement, and I'm honored to be it. <laughs> um, I don't know if. I don't know if you could give us enough credit to call yourself a last-minute replacement. <laughs> I was just off the ball and scheduling a guest. First choice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're a second first choice is what happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The pinch hitter. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So um, do you know what we do here? Do you have an idea of what we do on this I have podcast? an idea, yeah. I'm yeah. interested to find out. Okay. And guys, if you're listening and watching and you don't know what we do here, basically the premise of this podcast is to prove that you can have – a dark sense of humor, just any sense of humor, and still reach enlightenment or a higher consciousness. So basically what we do is we take our guest, who today is Drew Montana, through the process of enlightenment so that you yourself can laugh your way to a higher consciousness. Does that sound fun? Sounds fun to me. <laughs> Does that sound fun? <laughs> sounds like a good time. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. All right, so Drew, everybody gets the same questions on this podcast. Okay. So uh, Ansley, let's go. All right, Drew. What situation or event did you learn the most information from? Ooh. Um, may, I don't know if this is cliche because you have a lot of comics on, but maybe starting comedy. So I feel like when I started is when I was like finally starting to mature a little bit. And then just like being around older people in comedy kind of, I don't know, brought me some enlightenment, I think. How so? Um... Hi, you didn't think that was going to be a follow-up question. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, I didn't. But uh, I don't know. I think it, it like shifted my mindset, if that makes sense. Because like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be famous somehow. That was always like cool to me. Mm-hmm. But I also just like wanted to do. What if I just slapped the shit out of him real quick? <laughs> <laughs> that could do it. That's that might like, be all yeah, we need. Loud, yeah. that's, that's, what's, that's what's popping right now. Yeah. That's the hot shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but, a, uh, like a dude with a semi box smacking another comedian <laughs> just for no reason. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, oh yeah, I just wanted to like get that, but like I didn't know how. And like I just wanted to do like gangster shit with my friends, like sell weed and fucking steal people's weed. And <laughs> <laughs> like, that was like my entire life. And then I was like, all right, we can't do that forever. And then it sounds like a pretty low overhead as a business <laughs> yeah. model. <laughs> Still weed, sell it. That's all profit. Yeah. Right yeah. Not bad. Yeah. No, yeah. we did. Okay. Well, Make all right. Some well, enemies. When, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> then people also steal your weed. Yeah. It, uh, it's like yeah. Dodgecoin. It fucking fluctuates. Sure. But uh, yeah. And then I think, I don't know. Just wait, like, wait, hold on a second. 
<laughs> Dogecoin, Sydney. Dogecoin, An- whatever. Ansley, what is what is? See, Ansley does this thing where she acts like she knows what people are talking about, just so the conversation can keep going. <laughs> Ansley, what is uh, Dogecoin or Dogecoin? Um, it has to do with like Bitcoin things, and you like steal right. people. That's good enough. Yeah, yep, yep. That, that's all I know. <laughs> that would have yeah. been my exact answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Bitcoin. I was, I was reaching. I was <laughs> yeah. hoping it sounded. Like it. All right, Drew, keep it going. I'm sorry. I just needed I just needed to call her out and make sure she wasn't fronting <laughs> over here. Don't be fronting, dude. Um, no, I feel, yeah, and then just like bringing it back. Stand up. I was hanging out with like, cause I had friends that were like a few years older than me, but now I get to hang out because I'm only 28. And I feel like I'm friends with you. You're 40 something. Naeem's one of my best friends. Mm, He's old as uh whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here. yeah. Not old, old, but like <laughs> older. So like. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that brought me like. I mean, he, you're still in your twos. I'm in my fours. That's different. Yeah, yeah. I know, dude, but I'm trying to get there. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, <laughs> oh, you know, Anthony, yeah. Anthony, you're, you're trying to say that I'm not old. Anthony's right. I'm old. I'm an old man. <laughs> I mean, you, know? you are. No, you are. Relative to you. Like in this house, like, you know, if you're born in this room, I'd just be a man. True. But, well, and it's weird, like, seeing, I don't know, because we live completely different lives. It's weird seeing, like, we were hanging out on the couch as the homies and then the kids run in and just like jump on your lap and i'm like see i don't have any of this so like <laughs> yeah you definitely got to mature quickly through that i think thank you yeah. <laughs> i mean you should at least i hope thank you you might not have but <laughs> no 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 let's, let's, let's not get deeper into that thank you <laughs> so when when did you start comedy uh 2019 2019 like okay. beginning of 2019 yeah Cool. And yeah, and then where are you from? Did you did you start in Philly? Did you? Yeah, I've been in Philly, uh, Philly area since like 2012. I actually lived out around here for a while in Conchi. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in Philly since like 2020. Okay. But yeah, I'm from Syracuse, and Syracuse kind of uh, sucks. And then I graduated college out here, and I was like, I don't want to go back. It's just cold. Yeah. And it's yeah, the whole city is like wiggers, and that's about it. It's just a bunch of me. Yeah. The whole city is just me. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? how would you describe then what you, like if you had to distill it down into like what you were before and what you are now after starting comedy? Because that, that's two years. I'm, I'm curious to what the, how um, much of a transition. Yeah. I don't, I think it was like slowly happening just like as I was getting older, it was mm-hmm. bound to happen. Like, I needed health insurance and shit. Like, you can't just steal weed forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny because I still have friends, like, in New York that, like, that's all they do. And they're doing so much better than me in life. I'm like, maybe I should have continued <laughs> to just steal weed. Dude, the margins. It's, yeah. It's, it's just the margins. They're so, they're, they're crushing it. Like, as a again, as a business model, stealing weed and selling it is probably... Oh, d- the best and it's yeah. probably gotten yeah. so much easier now that like weed's almost legal so there's an excess amount of it um google maps i'm sure is probably better than ever so you could just <laughs> find it wherever mm-hmm. but I, I was telling somebody this the other day like i guess and to get back to your question it's just like focusing on different things like i used to focus on uh subscribing to pay for google maps so i could get the live feed and just see where people were growing weed in their backyard and then just go over there with like a tape and or a tarp and some hedge clippers and <laughs> just drag yeah. out fucking stalks of wheat. Yeah. Like like a like a like a hamburglar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except I didn't have it over my shoulder. We're just dragging it through a field. Yeah. You ever get caught? Yeah, a couple times. You just run but as fast yeah, as you can? Yeah. Um 
I don't know. There's like a couple different crazy. I don't want to like go into all of them unless you want me to. But. I mean, I, I, well, we'll, we'll ask, ask more specific questions then, uh, Ace. So that way he doesn't have to just, you know, incriminate himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, did you did you guys wear camouflage when you did it? Uh, no, I mean like all black and it was often at night. Okay. But yeah. Did you start getting gear like like headlamps and like things like sneaky? No, just fl- I have flashlights. Yeah, flashlights. I don't because it's like very country up there, so everyone has a eighty volt flashlight in their garage <laughs> for some reason. Everyone has the biggest flashlight up there. Yeah, yeah. that's like a, a big thing. It's having a good flashlight. What would be your sneaky gear if you had, if you had to get some weed stealing sneaky gear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just the eye mask. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I'd have a headlamp. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel really like I need two free hands. So everything would be like, you know, like a headlamp and like I don't know. Like I'd want my my shears to be, you know, have a really good belt to hold everything. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, we didn't plan very well at all. Yeah, <laughs> it was usually it was a three man job for sure, and then just one person carrying multiple flashlights out of the woods. But <laughs> yeah, it's like is that something that you would do when you realize that you were about to be out of weed? Um. Yeah. When we're getting low, we're like, yeah. let's get on Google Maps and. And yeah. how, how do you? Well, I don't need to give away trade secrets. I don't need everybody. No, else. I'm, I, like, well, no, I'm out of the game, well, dude. What, yeah. what, what, the <laughs> like, how do you look at Google Maps and know that there's a patch of weed growing in an area? Uh. Well, so we. It's like a small town up there, so you everyone knows everyone type thing. They knew what was. And um. Yeah. If somebody like smokes a lot of weed and has fucking 30 to 60 <laughs> acres they most okay. likely grow it yeah and then if you like i said if you pay for google maps because if you just get the free one it gives oh. you like a once a month update or whatever but if you pay for it they give you like a day by day i think oh. or like almost a live update i didn't know so you that can get like a satellite image of like yeah like, that's crazy like smoke you just see a guy walking in his backyard with water buckets you're like he's next dude <laughs> get the four-wheelers ready cool yeah all right. I wonder what people would see if they paid for Google Maps, if they were like looking at our place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So a lot of arm bars. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the top of my head. You probably see. Well, I don't, don't, don't want to get it. I don't want to give away our trade secrets. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. So that's that's pretty interesting. So now if you had to distill uh, the the information that you got from uh, starting comedy and hanging out with older people into like a couple sentences, how would you do that? Um, let me think. Uh, I guess it's like the same answer to the last part of the last question, but, uh, just like focusing on different things and like realizing I wanted to be good at something. Mm-hmm. This is like, comedy is like the first thing I started that I was like good at from the start. You know, I'm, I'm not like, I'm much better now than I was when I started, but like my first time I saw people that had said they'd been doing it for like five years and I was like, Oh, I'm better than that fucking guy. So yeah. Yeah, I was just like, I want to get really good at this. So nice. I think it was just uh, trying to focus on that. All right, cool. Cool. All right, so Ansley, uh, no, oh, Drew, rather. So what we're going to do now is we're going to open up the chakras, starting from the bottom chakra up. The okay. bottom chakra is located in the butthole. Are you okay with that? Maybe. All right. Maybe. Dude, th- maybe is a yes in this house. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived by that policy yeah. my whole life, so I yeah. agree. <laughs> Maybe is a yes, and in Pennsylvania, verbal contracts are legally binding. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, Ansley, let's do it. So, Drew, how did you learn to overcome fear? Uh, I don't know if I have. I think uh, I don't, it depends, like, which fear. 
Like, I'm still terrified of spiders more than anything. <laughs> and, like, I always remember, like, the Maury episodes where they'd get people over phobias. But I was like, I could never do that. I fucking am terrified of spiders. Any spider? Big, small? Any spiders. I mean, like, real small ones, I'll crush it with my thumb. <laughs> but if it's over the size of, like, a fingernail, I'm out. Yeah. I hate them. That's a, that's a legitimate fear. But also, I mean, so, you know, you say you have a fear of spiders, but I think some people would probably say that, you know, pilfering weed in the middle of the night with their boys is probably <laughs> yeah. a fear of theirs. Yeah, you no, know, I agree. Public speaking, stand-up comedy is probably the number one fear, in at least in America, in, in, a, in a first world country. Yeah. So I, I think that's one that I had and got over, but it came through doing stand-up. Because, like, I took a public speaking class in college. And I, I was like so scared about it, but it was also it was like something you're not interested in. But when you can control the narrative and like be funny, I get it would suck if it if stand up was public speaking. You know what I mean? Like if, it kind of is. But if you were up there with like doing a TED talk in a comedy club, then it would suck if you're getting no laughs. But if you're getting laughs, then you're having fun. So, yeah, you, I got over that part of it. Yeah. But like people that bomb for like 10 minutes straight, I'm like, that's. It's terrifying. I would hate that. And I've done it, but <laughs> <laughs> But then you, you, you came back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then how did you how do you come how, what, like how do you keep coming back? Like how do you get over how do you move past the things that scare you to do the things you want to do? Uh I usually blame it on outside like uh what's it called? Like things that are out of my control. I just try and blame it on something else past the blame. Which is probably a flaw, but yeah, if I bomb, I'm always like, I, I got set up for that. Somebody fucking, the guy before me sucked. The crowd sucked. Yeah. I was too drunk. Like, it's like everybody in this crowd, I think I stole their weed. Yeah. <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> they know. They think it was me. Yeah. That's um, that's interesting. Uh, I'm, well, I mean, I would say pretty common, especially when you first start out uh, stand-up comedy. But like, so let me ask you this. Can you remember a time when you were the most scared? Um. Hmm. Uh, yeah, with spiders, but like I'm trying to think of like. Were you one. always scared of spiders, or did that start with a no, situation like a? I know when it happened. Oh, okay. This this kid Garrett Snyder. I don't, Garrett, yeah, fuck him. It. We can say yeah. his name. Um, <laughs> I was at his birthday party in the fifth grade, and they were like, "We're gonna stay up all night." And I tried to do it, and I got to like 5 a.m. and I was like, "I'm going to sleep." And then I, I fell asleep on his basement floor in a sleeping bag. That's where like ever all the kids were. And uh, he had a pet tarantula and they put it on my chest. And then they woke me up and I just remember seeing a tarantula on my chest. And I slapped the shit out of it. And then I was like rolling around and didn't know where it was. And I was freaking the fuck out. And then I called my mom. I was like, you got to come pick me up. She was like, it's five in the morning. I was like, I don't care. I'm done with this kid. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Sydney's looking at me like I'm such a pussy right now and I hate it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm actually trying to figure out like as far as all the people that had that we've talked to, a lot of the comedians that we talked to had to get pulled out of a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like it happens a lot. It's a very common Did that thing. never happen to you? No, I got pulled out. Yeah. I, I had to tap out of a sleepover. <laughs> but I think that was the like the most complete of a sleepover that somebody had to tap out of so far. Yeah, like five, 5 a.m. Yeah, like that's you're done. You finished <laughs> the sleep. I could have made it. Yeah, that's the morning. You know, no, dude, they went too far. Yeah, I, I almost tapped out of. I tapped out of multiple sleepovers when I was like real young, 
But uh, I remember I almost tapped out once because I peed the bed at my friend's house. And then I blamed it on his dog peeing on me. I'm yeah. like, your dog must have took a piss on me. And they're like, that doesn't <laughs> even make sense. But <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my tap outs. I was, um, I, so they were like pranking people all night long. And I just felt like they were, they were trying to, you know, they were trying to set me up. I felt like the whole, like they didn't even want me at the sleepover, I felt like. And the fact that I was even invited in the first place was a little suspicious, right? What was the ratio of white to black people at the sleepover? Um, at this time in my life, it was a hundred percent black. Nice. Okay. Like I didn't start dealing with white people until a little later on. In life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even true. I mean, I said that. Yeah. But this sleepover was a hundred percent. There might've been like one white kid there, but he was kind of like you. He was, okay. He was, <laughs> he was stealing weed back then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I knew they were trying to like do something really messed up to me. So they were trying to wait for me to fall asleep, but I outlasted them all. And then uh, I decided that I was going to preemptively win this horrible prank battle. So I, I went over to the kid whose house it was, and I pissed on him. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, that, I have a joke about that. That joke is true. Oh, yeah. yeah I that's forgot a tra- about yeah, that. Yeah, it's a true Actually, joke. We just haven't talked about how, it. Wait, so how old were you for this? I was probably like six, seven. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I pissed on him and he didn't feel it. And I was just like, just standing next to his bed, pissing on him. And then as soon as I was done, I was like, fuck, they're going to know it was me. And I was like, I called my mom and had her come get me. Maybe that's, maybe you pissed on me at that sleepover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still don't think it was me. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. That's a, that's a, uh, thank you for sharing those fears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Anytime. Yeah. How are you with the movie Spider-Man? I actually like that one. Yeah. I, I feel like if I'm going to deal with a spider, I want it to be a radioactive one. That's fair. But yeah, I have little hopes of that happening. Yeah. So we'll call that a fear chakra unlocked. Yes. And moving along as we move it along. All right. We are to the, the pelvis chakra. It's a little mm. segment we like to call my bad. It's a chance for you to apologize to a person, place or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. Mm. I mean, <laughs> we're staying <laughs> on topic. <laughs> a, uh, I don't. F- mm. Yeah, I guess like I did steal from a lot of people. So that is. Um, and I think karma is real. I'm sure you guys believe on karma on this show. But I, yeah, I think it's real as hell. Because like when I was doing that, life also sucked. Yeah. Like outside of that. And then it took like two years to reset. But I don't know if I apologized publicly. So I'm down. I. uh I sold this guy four pounds of green t-shirts one time. And, well, it was one pound of weed and four pounds of green t-shirts. It was supposed to be five pounds of weed. Oh, mm. man. But uh, I had I showed him the one, and then the green t-shirts were just also vacuum sealed and in the bag. And then, uh, yeah, I blocked his number immediately. And then my roommate also stole his PlayStation like a few weeks later. So I do <laughs> feel bad about all of that. But... And I don't know his name, so I can't apologize to him. But if I did, sorry to that guy. He knows who he is. Yeah, <laughs> for sure knows who he is. <laughs> he knows it. <laughs> that is a wild thing to. I mean, like I, I don't even know where to start unpacking that. Uh, I, I think, like, firstly, it's kind of fucked up that this guy doesn't have all the weed he thought he was going to have. And now he also doesn't have a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. At least he can like, you know, play PlayStation yeah. through 
like f- like minus four pounds of weed. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. I mean, to make up for it, he's got a bunch of extra large green T-shirts. Was he extra large? <laughs> no. Himself? no. See what I'm saying? <laughs> no he can grow into a one Man, when you when you were in this lifestyle, like, you, did you feel stressed, like looking over your shoulder? Yeah, like, is all that, the time. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. But also, I was on a lot of Xanax at the time. So, yeah. like, that kind of dealt with the stress. Yeah. yeah. And then, then when you stopped, have you been able to get off of Xanax? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I haven't done Xanax in, like, five, six years now, um, which feels amazing. But, like, yeah. Because it, it's definitely a... I guess you don't think about being stressed when you're, like, counting someone else's money in on Xanax bars. <laughs> so, like, <Yeah>. life, <laughs> life is good in yeah. that situation. <laughs> but then you wake up the next morning and it sucks. And then you just got to do it all again. So it does add yeah. up for sure. It is like, yeah, it is with lifestyle where you just got to keep. Yeah, like, you got to keep more, doing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that, that's why deeper, I think deeper, the karma. Deeper. I think that's why the karma hit so heavy. Because like when I did like because I stopped doing both of those things at the same time, like stealing shit and doing Xanax. Yeah. So then it's just like, all right, now I got two years of like trying to live, like go get a normal job and not steal shit. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll and pop. I worked in a call center for the following two years after that. So that was even more like I should just kill myself now. Yeah. But not like on some suicidal shit. But also, yeah, you do go crazy when yeah. you're trying to get sober and karma's real and you're in a <laughs> fucking call center. It's insane. Yeah. And uh, I, I just want to say this for that guy. Apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> you can speak on his behalf. Yeah. By the way, that probably was the start of some sort of depression that led him into fitting in those shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It came full just, circle. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, he's probably a diabetic now. Probably has gout. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, love these green t-shirts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, a pelvis chakra unlocked. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving up to the gut chakra. I and feel good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one to get off your chest? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. It went black. Don't be racist. <laughs> Please wait. We don't have time to wait. Yeah. All good? Yeah, hey, go press okay. record on that. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that fixed it. Yay. Yeah. That was God trying to tell me to not incriminate myself for telling all these stories of stealing. Oh, God shit. waited quite a while. <laughs> yeah. He stopped the camera. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Ansley, let's move that along. All right, Drew. So, how do you move past disappointment? Uh, I guess just like keep going. I guess that sounds probably cliche, but like. Yeah, I feel like I've had enough of it where I realize that it happens now and like shit gets better. Yeah, I, I always think bad shit <laughs> was gay. It is gay. <laughs> yeah, it is so gay. Yeah. This podcast is gay. <laughs> it is. Um, I don't know. I think bad shit happens in threes. So like I always just prepare for more bad shit to happen when the first one happens. And then I'm like, all right. And then when it stops or when the third one happens. I just try and be like, all right, now everything's going to be cool, which it usually isn't. But yeah, there's a with the alchemist, there's a book. It says, um, oh, I love this. That, uh, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> that uh, it's like some if <laughs> something happens once, it'll never happen again. If it happens twice, it'll happen like 
forever. Like it constantly. That's like, get not it, right? it. No. Say it. Okay. Say it. <laughs> so if something happens once, it'll never happen again. It's, uh, uh, right? Uh, you got that first part right. Yeah. You crushed it. But You're if it like, happens a second time, it'll definitely happen a third. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It'll happen a third. <laughs> it's close <laughs> enough to what she said. Not even close. <laughs> but if it happens a second time, that's your life. Yeah. That is who you are now. Shame on me. You will break your thumb every day forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, so like what, 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 what were your, can you remember your last hat trick of disappointment? Yeah. Oh yeah. It just happened. I, uh, my car broke down like 10 days ago and then I had to spend a bunch of money, put it in the shop. Um, then wait, those are two things to you. No, that was one thing. My okay. car breaking down. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a bunch of money I had to spend. And I was like, this sucks. And then I broke my thumb uh, two days after that. But yeah, that was uh, two technical difficulties back to back. We got that fixed. Uh, do you remember where you were? We, it was about, we we're talking about the disappoint, three disappointments. Oh, yeah. The car yeah, broke yeah, down. Yeah. You have a hat trick of disappointments. Oh, yeah. My, uh, so my car broke down. Then I broke my thumb. And then I spilled a ginger ale on my computer and oh. broke that. So it was just, and I think when bad shit happens in threes, they got to be like related. Like I'm not gonna like break my thumb and then fucking, I don't know, lose something. You know what I mean? Like I think I break three things, and yeah. that's how it happened. So, so wait, did your do you feel like did you drop the ginger ale because because of the thumb? Yes, uh, absolutely. Mm. We're a little shaky. We're trying to move shit around for the podcast, and uh, the ginger ale spilled. Yeah, how's your computer doing? Uh, it's better now. We got everything fixed. The car is fixed. This thing's we're getting there, but yeah, yeah. All right, it's not terrible. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's all fixable. Yeah, it's fixable. all fixable. Yeah, man. And like, when do you stop counting? When do you go? Like, this is this group of three disappointments. Uh, I think you know when like. Because once, like, two things happen, you're like, oh, all right, it's fucking coming. And then, like, when the computer broke, I was like, this has to be it. Yeah. There's no, because, like, I work from home and then I edit the podcast on there. So, like, I do so much on my computer that I was like, it's no way that fucking, like, I break my leg tomorrow or something. If that had <laughs> happened, then I would have had a whole new belief system. But, yeah. Okay. Are you a superstitious person? Yes, I am. I don't know if I'm religious, at least not as I used to be. But, uh, yeah, I do believe in like karma and like superstitions. Um, I don't know, man. I, I believe anything. If I, <laughs> if I get a good, <laughs> if somebody convinces me good enough, there's yeah. a good speaker, I'll believe it. That's superstition and religion goes together for you? Kind of. But I put like aliens and conspiracies and religion together. So it's like, I don't know. I think anything with like believing shit that you're not sure of kind of yeah. goes in that same category for me. Wait, so superstition and religion do not go together for you? Um, I don't know that they necessarily don't go together, but I think you could be religious or you could be superstitious. Yeah. Like, I don't think you have to be both. I think if you are truly religious, you have to be superstitious. I, I do. I do. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I think like, you can be superstitious without being religious. Yeah. But you cannot be super religious without being superstitious. I mean, that's like the major like push for religion is like you better not right right <laughs> you better not yeah yeah i don't disagree with it i feel like there are people that would though like re religious people wouldn't like that yeah right 
it's, it's, so, it's so funny to think of like most of religion, like most of what's driving you towards something is the idea that like if you do that, Jesus is gonna fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you better chill. He's yeah. always watching, dude. And yeah. He's always getting his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's definitely uh, a, a disappointment chakra unlocked. Mm-hmm. Drew, you feel good about that? I feel good. All right. Uh, Anza, keep it moving. So, Drew, this is your heart chakra. What okay. have you learned from grief? Mm. What's going on? We just got done doing Drew's Patreon episode, and boy, was it an absolute blast. For $1, get you all of our exclusive content on our Patreon, which includes the counter to the podcast you're watching right now. Right now. <laughs> I almost nailed that. Almost. The counter to the podcast you're watching right now, which is Two Jack Bros After Dark, where we enlighten our guest shadow self. And boy, are you going to want to see Drew's shadow self being enlightened. And we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Ansley's jujitsu matches, as well as put some stand-up clips up there as well. So get in there for that $1 to get all of our exclusive content. Drew, did you have a good time doing the Patreon? I had a lot of fun. This is a fucking dope show, man. Hell yeah. Awesome. I feel broken down. I feel fucking stress relieved. I'm good to go. Fuck nice. yeah. yeah. Drew's going to get you now. <laughs> <laughs> Enemies, watch out. Yes, $1. One dollar, you can find out exactly what all these threats Drew's making are going to lead to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we're going to get back to the episode and find out what Drew has learned from grief. Do you mean like, uh, I guess, define grief? I know what grief means, but like in what sense? It can be whatever grief, like whatever comes to your mind, like whatever, because it does come in different forms. Yeah. Right? And what have I learned from it? Um God, this is so gay, dude. Uh, <laughs> cherish people while they're around. I don't fucking know. Uh, no, uh, you don't. <laughs> you don't. That, was your, that made your heart flutter when you said that. It, it, it did. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I don't, like, not even like when people die, but like your friends and shit. You yeah. just got fucking... Oh, dude. Do people give straight answers on this show? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am no, I doing the gay no, shit? No homo. Just love your people, dog. <laughs> <laughs> just like no homo to Paul's. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, 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 this is a safe space, man. We're not going to ridicule you um, for uh, cherishing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better not cherish me, I swear to God. <laughs> this is definitely the butthole chakra. Um, <laughs> you wish. <laughs> This is your heart, dog. Listen to your heart. So, because that's the only grief I can think of is like losing things that I wish were still here. You know what I mean? Okay. So, what when 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 that question gets asked, like, what grief experience comes to mind? Um, I guess like fallouts with friendships over deaths more than anything. If that makes sense, because like no, it doesn't. But I'd love for it to. I, I, that's that's a very interesting fallout with friendships over deaths. Yeah. Okay. Because like I've lost people that were like important to me, but never like no like top twenty fivers have gone from my life. Yeah. Maybe like my grandma, but like we expected that she was getting old. Yeah. But and like <laughs> she was like top twenty five with an asterisk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like the Barry Bonds of deaths on my list. But uh, no, and like I've lost like friends have died but i wasn't like best friends with them Mm -hmm. but i think just like and it's not even necessarily like a huge falling out but people that i was really close with and then like yeah you just move to different places and whether 
whoever's fault it is. One of you stops talking to the other one as much. And then you try it like six months later and it's not the same. And then it's just weird. And then, yeah, I've had a few of those where I'm like, damn, I wish I was still friends with that person. But yeah, I'm not. So I think that's like a grief that I often, I don't know. It, it, it happens with like sports shit. Like I want to text my one friend that I know is an Eagles friend, uh, fan. But I'm mm. like, I haven't talked to him in like eight months. So, like, I don't know, like, how his family and shit's doing. Like, shit we used to talk about often. But I don't want to be like, what do you think about these fucking draft picks? Like, yeah, and he'll yeah. look at his text like, is this motherfucker trying to cherish me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs> Man, I think you should text him. I yeah. think I think anybody that, like, friends that I've had in the past that maybe we've had rough times, like, whenever I've questioned reaching out to him and whenever I have, it's been... There's been... There's been... No, there's been one that I reached out to and it was like... Like, she just didn't text me back. But, like... You know, that was like, okay, no loss. You know, like yeah. I didn't lose anything from that. Do you feel like you were part of the reason that the friendship fell off? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I, I guess I hate admitting guilt. Yeah. So that's where like I struggle with it. Like I have a friend who was on house arrest for the past eight months and I haven't seen him once. And like, it's only because now I realize we only used to hang out when he would come to my house and I'm a shitty friend and won't just go see my friend yeah. who doesn't live far. And now you feel like it's been too long to go. You're like, is it like, yeah, I, he actually doesn't live far from here. I'm literally going to call him <laughs> after this podcast. How, how much longer does he have to be on house arrest? I think four more months. Yeah. Think- I got to go see him before it's over though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mean, give you him never... back his PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if he went on house arrest yeah. and he just stole all the house, the fun house shit from him. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. But what were you going to say? Just like, um, like somebody said once, like, never be afraid to do something because you think it's too little, you know, like mm. in terms of like dealing with other people and like, take, you know, just anything really. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was the no, you're right. That was the uh, epiphany you had that had us start doing the podcast. This time. Yeah, yeah. That, that, epi- that, that epiphany changed our lives. Yeah. What? Just doing something like, because not like being not, not not hesitating to act because okay. you're afraid it will be too little. Yeah. Yeah. Or like it's too late. Like oh, I can't go see him now because it's or you know like it's like oh, just go do it. Like yeah. Or, like sometimes you know you're like I don't know. Like I want to buy friends a present, but you're like I'm not gonna like this little trinket. You know like right. you know it's nothing. And then like. Yeah. You know, like it's always appreciated. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And I guess I'm the same way, like where uh, I'm like, I don't want to buy a friend. Like it might look gay. But like (laughs) nothing makes me smile harder than when one of the boys gives me a fucking present on my birthday. Yeah. Thomas Patrick gave me these uh, Desert Storm trading cards for my birthday. And it was something like so small. And I was like, I fucking love these, dude. I don't even know (laughs) why these, why you saw the like saw them and thought of me desert storm trading i wasn't even alive for that but <laughs> thank you so much yeah so uh you were touched huh yeah <laughs> bye dude pauls <laughs> oh, no, i'm sorry uh but that's that's good i mean I, I think i think there needs to be a little room for gayness in a man's life yeah. <laughs> you know? i'm getting there today dude Dude, that's, I mean, you're, you're, you can't not, as a comedian, eventually start becoming a little gay. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's weird because, like, before before I started, that was, like, my biggest concern in life was, like, don't do any gay shit. But now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like, it's funny, so. Man. I was, uh, not to stay on that, but real quick, I was talking to somebody the other day. Remember that show? It was a game show on one of those like big networks back in the day, and it was a lie detector. And you had to get hooked up to the lie detector in front of like your parents and your yes. significant other. 
and then uh, you'd tell the truth. I think it was called. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. And then they would ask you crazy questions, whatever, and you'd win more money. But I remember seeing this one guy on there in front of his wife, and they asked him. They were like, "Have you ever watched more than thirty seconds of gay porn?" And he said no, and it was a lie. And his wife lost it. Like she was so disappointed. And then ever since then, I was like, that could never be me, dude, just in case I'm on that show. Man. That, <laughs> that show scarred me. That have, I mean, I think if, if that happened to us, I think the disappointment would be in the fact that we lost money over that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know like, what I mean? Just admit it. Just you know? admit it. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah, 30 seconds all together, but never 30 seconds all at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like cumulatively, yeah. yes. I mean, like over my lifetime, I didn't realize that's what the question was asking. He could have thrown it and made it like undetermined or something, but the fact that he lied. Yeah, that show was crazy. That show, <laughs> it was like, wild. yeah, yeah. ruined See, relationships. It's, it's, it's gayer to lie. About yeah, that. now you're hiding something. Now you're, yeah, because now <laughs> you're gay. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, yeah. you're like, now you're trying to keep a gay secret. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gay secret. If you keep a secret that's gay, you're gay. <laughs> if you admit it. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's just a thing that happened. That's gangster, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that was definitely a, a grief chakra unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, man, now... Uh, Drew, we're moving on to the throat chakra. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anzi, take it away. So, Drew, what's a favorite lie that you have told and you get extra karmic points if it's still in rotation? Oh, man. Um, Besides the dog peeing I, on you at the sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many. I used to, like, I think before the age of, like, 25, I never told the truth once. Sick. Like, at my entire life was just lies. Um I I used to tell my friends in New York that my cousin was best friends with Meek Mill. So like whenever I would come down here to Philly, like to just chill for Christmas, I was like I was with Meek Mill on Christmas, and they were like, okay, it's <laughs> like stupid lies that like dumb shit. Um, I guess like cheating on people in the past may still be in rotation. You know what I mean? Extra points. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good one though. Montana being my middle name, I tell people that because. I don't want to admit to having a stage name, but I do. Wait, but what, I'm now I'm curious about what your middle name actually is. Michael. Okay. Yeah. That's I don't good. know. Drew Montana was just my Instagram name when I like first got on social media. That was my AIM screen uh, screen name actually. So it was like yeah. way back. That's definitely and, some uh, bigger shit. Yeah. That's like <laughs> for for whatever reason, there's like a sect of like uh, I guess you would call like hip urban people. That love like those Western states as names. Yeah. Right. Like when my um, one of my aunts used to give a fake name back in the day, and she used to tell people her name was Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's a ridiculous lie. It's insane. Yeah. You know, it's uh yeah. So I always always thought that was pretty retarded. Yeah, I think uh I don't know I loved hip hop so like French Montana was big. Mm-hmm. It was like oh eight oh nine. That was like one of my favorite rappers. So, yeah, I was just like, let me piggyback on that. And then it stuck. And then I thought everyone had a stage name when I did stand up. So I was like, all right, this is my name. And then I found out only idiots have fucking stage names. <laughs> so I've been telling people the past two and a half years that it's my middle name. And it's not. 
Yeah. Another active lie that's been going on. <laughs> Wait, did, and people don't know that? No. Like people in the comedy scene do not <laughs> know that? If they watch this, they'll find out. Hell yeah. I just told the GM at Helium the other day. It's my middle name. Yeah, you so. got to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not on the tax form. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's fucking hilarious. Nice. So... <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> um man that's definitely a throw chakra unlocked mm-hmm. i don't even know if we need to spend any more time no. now <laughs> you know unless you unless we just like let them keep confessing shit. Yeah. i have so many more <laughs> lies but i think i've done enough yeah yeah i mean if there's any more that you want to get out before we move on like by all means like throw it out there oh uh, that's a good lie i don't know, i think i've given three good ones i have so many but it's wait what were the three it was meek, meek mill. mill being my cousin uh montana middle name cheating on oh and girlfriends yeah no nah, he didn't really he just said that yeah like yeah. saying that he did three lives was a lie come on dude yeah, you yeah, exactly, you another exactly. lie. <laughs> yeah. no that's good that's good that's the throat chakra unlocked for sure um man what do you wait what do you how do you feel when you're telling like when you were telling the gm that your middle name was montana it's second nature to me now. <laughs> so yeah. it's so easy to lie to people. Like did, it kind of sucks, but did the GM say why Montana or yeah. did you volunteer the No, he he asked if it was uh he's like it's not your last name like where'd that come from? I was like that's just my middle name. <laughs> it's just like an easy it's not even like a huge lie anymore. It's just like I don't feel like explaining that I've stuck with my AIM screen name from 2008. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Ansley Let's move this. Let's move this puppy along. All right, Drew. Now we are at the third eye chakra. Okay. Yeah. All so right. we're out of the physical chakras. Okay. We're into the metaphysical chakras. Come on. Yes. Okay. So what is something that you always thought of as separate, but you have started to learn is the same? Hmm. What have I always thought of as separate and starting to learn is the same? Uh, relationship stuff, like trying to keep that separate with like real life. I think. Um, I don't know. I used to like never want my girlfriend to like come to shows and shit because I was like, I just want to go be drunk and retarded with my friends. But yeah, now I like slowly am minding that less when she comes because I don't know. I think. Uh. I'm trying to think how to explain it. I think when we first started dating, I was like, I don't know if I'm sure of this. I'm still not sure of it, but I was like, I could cheat on her at any day right now and probably not feel bad about it. But now I would feel horrible about it. So Mm -hmm. like, yeah. How long have you been together? Uh, It's like on and off thing, but like technically we'll say like a year and some change. A little bit longer than that, but we'll say that. That's I've been on good behavior for a little while now. Like your good behavior has been a year? Yeah, about that. Okay. Yeah. So how how so what is what is the same then now? Um, I don't know. Just like integrating her in that, because like when when you think somebody's temporary, you don't want to. You know what I mean? I never. I've only introduced one girl to my parents ever in twenty eight years. So like I never would like bring people around. Was it her? No, it was my uh, <laughs> my last ex. Yeah. She can soon. It just hasn't happened yet. Um, but yeah, and I think just like that's maybe a bad experience, but or a bad uh, example. But um, yeah, I think just like integrating things and not like trying to keep them separate. Uh, 
Yeah, that that just makes life easier. Yeah. You know, like it's not I felt like I was living almost like two different lives at one point. Yeah. Like I'm out here just like acting up with my friends every night. And then like once a month, I'd bring her around and just act differently and like try and be mature in front. But now it's like, I'll just be a drunk idiot in front of anybody. You guys don't live together yet. No, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also I mean, so you 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 were a pretty uh, pathological cheater from what I'm hearing. Um, in previous relationships, yes. Uh, not in this one. I did once. In I, wasn't, this I wasn't one. trying to hem you up, and, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've already been caught. It is what it is. But uh, wait, you've been caught by the current girlfriend yeah. cheating? Uh, all right. It's a it's a rocky situation. We were like separated at the time, and then we were like on a break. We were on a break, exactly. And then we were like we were figuring out if we were gonna get back together. And then we were like, all right, we might get back together. And then the next mm. day, I did some things. And then she came over the following day and found some things. Mm. And then, yeah. But that was a while ago? Yeah. Like you guys mended? Yeah, we're good yeah. now. Yeah. She was like, whose anal beads are these? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. That's <laughs> exactly what they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, okay. I, I mean, keep them in a locked box. Yeah, that's where you keep yours. <laughs> I should. Yeah, I keep we keep ours right here on the yeah. <laughs> right here on the table. <laughs> yeah, that's um. All right, so that 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 is uh. So now you're seeing your relationship with her as just part of your life. Because so the reason why I asked it that way I was uh, about being a pathological cheater. I, I used to be a pathological cheater, mm-hmm. you know, and um, like I like unfortunately I can't ever say. Like, like Ansley and I have been together for 22 years, but like, I, I, I can't say that I, I've never cheated on Ansley. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's like, it's, uh, so I remember that, that lifestyle, you compartmentalized everything. Like, this is this, this is where this belongs. This is where this belongs. You know, and you don't want to mix the two because yeah. then it's difficult to keep lies together. And it adds, it adds to the stress for sure. I remember, uh. Karen, the bartender at Raven, shout out to her. She told me one day, she's like, you, you're living two completely different lives. And I was like, all right, for I like Karen, but like for the fucking bartender at my local <laughs> dive bar where I get hammered every twice a week uh, to tell me that I'm like, all right, maybe I should make some changes. Yeah. But everything is evidence when you're living that type of life. Oh, yeah. Like, well, there's good. Especially when you're out every night, like, on stage talking about it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, honey, I would love for you to come, but I got these three minutes that you're not going to like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, yeah you, I want to be in a relationship, but I also want to be a good comedian. I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't right. know how to do this. But, yeah, that's, um, thank you for sharing that, first yeah. of all. You know, yeah, for you sure. know, that can be a little bit of a vulnerable thing. And, um, before we go on, I just want to let you know we have your girlfriend. I'm just yeah, she doesn't know any of this actually. Yeah, no. yeah, I'm sending this directly to her. <laughs> she's gonna no, be like, "She's cool. You were the one stealing my weed." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever stolen from a girlfriend? Uh, not a girlfriend, but girls have like dated. Yes. Like, what does that mean? That that was a uh, really interesting not, distinction. I guess not like dated, but like girls that I've been hooking up with. Yes. What have you stolen from girls you've hooked up money. with? Money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it? Just money? Yeah. Just, it was. It only happened once. But this girl, like she made it known that she was rich. This girl that I went to college with. And she used to like, that was her flex, was telling people that her dad sent her like thousands of dollars a week to blow. 
mm-hmm. and then she just left the room one day and there was like three hundred dollars sitting around, I think, and I took it. But all three hundred? Yeah. Damn, that's <laughs> she got a thousand more the next day. It didn't matter. But, Sick. Yeah. Sick. All right. Well, that's definitely a third eye chakra unlocked and definitely some more incriminating behavior. <laughs> <laughs> this is all like six, seven years ago. I think we're good. Yeah, the statute of limitations. I think it holds up. You think so? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I don't know the laws. Maybe we might want to fucking Google that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And um, so we got one more. One more. Crown chakra. Last question. It's a two-part question. Yeah. And wait, do you have time to stick around for the Patreon? I didn't even ask you that. Yeah, I'll stick around. Yeah, yeah. All right. And our Patreon is something we're going to do right after this. You're definitely going to want to see how that goes where we (laughs) enlighten Drew's shadow self, which I don't know if we weren't already (laughs) doing that. I know. (laughs) So this is going to be a really interesting Two Jack Bros After Dark episode. So $1 gets you all the exclusive content. You might want to get your ass in there and see what the hell is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Ansley, take it away. Okay, Drew, what's one thing you can't give up and why? That's the first part. And what would giving it up mean? Mm. Uh, probably. I don't I don't know if I couldn't give it up, but I really would not like to give up smoking weed. I love smoking weed. Uh, it's like probably corny as that sounds. Um. It's the least gay thing you've said all day. I know. Because I was going to say comedy at first, but I feel like that's gay. But, uh, dude, it's definitely probably weed. And comedy. I love doing stand-up. But, yeah, weed is like, I don't know. I'm such a different person after I get high. Like, I I usually try and wait till like, around noon to smoke. But, uh, because I work from home, so I could just smoke as soon as I wake up. But, like, I try to be, like, a little stressed in the morning at first and, like, not just get high and okay (laughs) but yeah everything makes me so upset before that before that happens like people email me like normal things to do at my job and i'm like fucking cindy you can fuck off today (laughs) but cindy's a good lady yeah she's a good yeah she's cool but after i get high she's awesome but until (laughs) then (laughs) yeah so what would what would giving up uh smoking weed mean to you um probably finding another thing that fills that void like have you considered what those things would be i'm just curious like what what route your brain kind of you know like predicts paths for you could be <laughs> yeah no i, I get what you're yeah. saying i don't i don't know um like definitely not another drug i don't like any of those um anymore at least uh I don't know. People say like working out is a vice that can help, but like it's not the same to me. Mm-hmm. Like I do that and I smoke and I like them both differently. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's definitely not like drinking coffee or any of that shit. Like, yeah, this is like the drug that I enjoy. Okay. So I'm I don't not, know. This is not an intervention. Drug. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying. To- You're still allowed to do smoke weed after you leave this show. Oh, yeah. I w- I'm hoping I can before the Patreon. But uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be something. So I'd find another vice for sure, but I don't know what it would be. Okay. You don't have to declare it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, um. well, Drew, that was it. How do you feel, man? I feel good. I feel free. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 I feel like a little weight lifted off your shoulder. Weight is definitely lifted. Yeah. This is awesome, man. Really excited. So definitely check out Durag and the Deer Tag. Thank you. And man. definitely, if any opportunity to see Drew perform live comes up, 
do it sooner than later because he's probably going to prison after this drops. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, jump over into the Patreon uh, where, like I said, we're going to enlighten Drew's shadow self, which I think is going to be quite a good time. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate it. We love you guys, and we're out. See ya. Two Jack Rose, two Jack Rose.